0: We're joined on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Fakina. Happy Friday. And to you. And, and, and of course, everybody's talking about uh, Homer Naledi, so let's talk about Homer Naledi because, you know, uh, South Africa obviously made worldwide headlines yesterday with this find. Um, but, you know, does this present any other benefits for us? You know, it was
1: so nice to see South Africa making headlines around the world for, for the right reasons or for good reasons for a change yesterday. Um, an amazing, uh, certainly, archaeological and scientific discovery and has firmly put South Africa and, in particular, the cradle of mankind back on, on, on world maps. Um, and, and I think there there are some very definite benefits for us to be had. One would like to think that this, this certainly provides a boost for um, a particular type of tourism, certainly your scientific tourism, um, but even just people in generally interested about uh, the, our history, where we come from as a as a mankind. I think certainly this could be great, and I do hope that we can make um, proper use of of an opportunity such as this. But I think another very important benefit for me is in a in a country that is short on science and maths um, education and the demand for it. I think this type of exciting find is exactly the sort of thing that you need to really light a fire and Children And I, I, I'm excited to think that, that uh, school children will be doing visits to, um, to uh, um, this fine to go and see it and that it will ignite a fire within children to say, you know what, there's actually an opportunity here for a very interesting and fascinating career and, uh, and that it will see a boost in, in the education numbers around science in particular.
0: And let's hope it does just that. Now, speaking of history, Narina, although um, a bit more recent, today marks the 14-year anniversary of 9-11. Now, what has changed in the global economy and markets since then, or perhaps because of it? Well, I think one of the things that we probably know was the immediate impact was the impact that it had on on
1: markets, um, in particular equity markets. Uh, You might recall at the time that the the U.S. stock market closed for four full days and when it reopened, it had its single biggest day drop um, in history um, and and certainly recovered from that. The U.S. economy was already into a a very weak period and into a recession um, in 2001 when the attack happened, and it just pushed it further into into the recession at the time. But I think probably one of the biggest impacts that we still continue to feel to this day was the increase in particular in U.S. debt levels, but with that also global debt levels. Um, when we look at the extent also to which the U.S. economy for a number of years then spent money outside of its productive base, in other words, a lot of money was spent on, on defense, a lot of money was spent on internal security. And those are not the sort of, of expenditure that directly leads to economic growth, other than maybe, for example, in your in your defense industry in particular. So it was really this um, massive increase in U.S. debt levels that um, ultimately uh, was one of the contributory factors to the global financial crisis in 2008. And these record low interest rates that we've seen in the world for, for an extended period of time. So although it's 14 years down the line since 9 they saw some definite impact that we're experiencing in the world economy directly as a result of those attacks 14 years ago.
0: Well, Marina, and also, you know, to some extent, the current global uh, debt levels are directly attributable to the events of um, that day. And for half of the time, at least, interest rates have been at a record low yeah. as the world remains, uh, you know, watchful of what's going to happen with the Fed. What are your expectations around the increase in U.S. rates?
1: You know, uh, if you look in, at the U.S. economy in isolation, I think there's certainly enough um, basis for the for the Fed to increase interest rates uh, uh, next week. And um, this will be the first time in in many many decades, many years. <laughs> it was quite interesting to realise that the last time that the U.S. Fed increased interest rates, Twitter was not even around. <laughs> so that gives you an idea of of how long it's been since we last saw an increase there. But the problem is, of course, that the U.S. economy is not operating in isolation and in fact it has a significant impact on the rest of the world so for me the question really comes down to to what extent will um, Janet Yellen and her team take into consideration the impact of what they do on the world economy if at all um, I you know I'm in the in the camp where I'm almost wanting them to just get it over and done with I think so much is is um, hinging on this when what how we know it's going to come whether it's now or October or November or December doesn't really matter all as much as as far as I'm concerned, and I would actually now just prefer prefer them to to get it over and done with, so we can move on. But um, I think the, the the market pundits at this stage are looking at probably less than a one in three or one in four chance that they will actually increase those rates next week. Um, so yeah, let's let's wait and see. By by this time next week, um, it'll it'll all be in the in the knowing.